The Big Reveal. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I am joined by Pastor Renee Kivit. Welcome, Pastor Renee. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Oh, wow. And good night, too. Yeah, well, hopefully people aren't <laughs> listening to this while they go to sleep. Although if Maybe. we put you to sleep, that's also good if you needed to sleep. Very so. soothing. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. I was going to say, I'm not sure anyone's ever said my voice was soothing, but sorry, I've distracted us. I've distracted us. Oh, that's okay. We are kicking off a new series. Mm -hmm. We've um, wrapped up our worship series next week, and we are jumping to the end of the Bible, probably everybody's favorite book to read, Revelation. That's right. Yeah, I'll tell you, I, uh, I have a bit of not fear and trembling about the book of Revelation, but I have been learning a lot more mm-hmm. about it in my adult life, like in the last number of months. I've never studied the book of Revelation as an adult, as yeah. a teenager. I'm not sure I studied it, but as a teenager, it terrified me. Yeah, it terrified me too. Me. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember a lot of like cultural things or things you'd hear about, um, like mm-hmm. through like books and movies about mm-hmm. what was predicted and yeah. It was. It was uh, scary. It, and, and I think because of that, what we, you and I talked already about the Left Behind series, yeah. or, or there were some, there were some similar movies made, and, and I think the heart of those things, mm-hmm. those books and those movies, were to compel people to, you know, become Christians or yeah. followers of Jesus. And yet, I think there's a lot of uh, fear-based movement, perhaps. Yes. Uh, towards Jesus out of fear, which I yeah. which I never think oh, Jesus is not about fear, <laughs> about no. creating it or pushing us by fear. That's not who he is. It's not his nature. It's not his character. So those things were hard for me as a yes. teenager. And uh, I had a book of questions <laughs> for Jesus. I had a lot of questions. Yeah, I still do. But now yeah. in my 40s, I'm way more willing to say I don't know and it's okay. Yep. When I was a teenager, I had to know everything. I think that's probably just a common yeah, teenager I think so. And I wanted to know everything. Like I just, I wanted yeah. to understand everything and coming to realize that I, I can't actually understand everything. Yeah. And that's okay. Cause, cause Jesus can, and he has supernatural powers yeah. that are transcendent. Like it's, it blows my mind. It's outside yeah. of the realm of anything I'm able to understand. Yep. Um, and I'm okay with that now. Good. <laughs> or I, I'm more okay with it now. Um, but yeah, we're, so we're beginning this six week series called mm-hmm. the revelation of Jesus. The revelation of Jesus, because mm-hmm. Revelation, the book, is teaching us about who Jesus mm-hmm. is. Yeah, and so the our approach. I'll talk about our approach for a minute. Uh, uh, so, um, multiple speaker. We are, we have many teachers here at our church, which mm-hmm. is beautiful, and so we will be approaching Revelation not in the typical, maybe what you might guess, left behind sort of fashion. Yeah. Um, we want to look at Jesus in Revelation. And um, as I've been reading it more and studying it more, I'm way less, I I don't carry the fear I did as a younger Mm. person. I'm actually way more in awe. I'm fascinated. I don't Mm. understand all the symbolism and all the visions. I don't understand it all. And and that's okay because I don't, because it's symbols. Yeah. yeah. So so metaphors and symbols and analogies are to, to teach us things, but they're, they're not all concrete yeah. things. Um, and so I, and I, so I'm okay that I don't understand all of that, 
Um, but I'm also just seeing this, the most beautiful perspectives of worship. So, so interesting. We've Mm. just come through the series of worship and the beautiful pictures of worship, especially in chapters uh, four and five, Mm -hmm. where uh, so many people are gathered around the throne and they're just worshiping. Yeah. So many of our songs, like Mm. so many worship songs actually come out of the book of revelation, Really, which is fascinating, right? Like we don't probably don't think regularly about um well i was i noticed in the worship series yes. that often we would read from the book of revelation yeah. and i thought mm-hmm. to myself huh that's funny maybe we don't need the next series we've already done <laughs> we're already it. touching yeah. on it well we're, we definitely touched on a number of pieces like um in chapter four holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and is and is to come uh, you are worthy, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor and power for mm. you created all things. And by your will, they were created and have their being. Like there's so many songs um, that have been written, beautiful worship songs where mm. the creatures are surrounding the thrones in heaven and just yeah. worshiping. Um, and so so the perspective that we are um, taking is is to help us see Jesus mm-hmm. in the book of Revelation and um, sort of the other I'll, I'll just say the other themes that we're going to talk about we're going to um, talk about uh, the principles that we can take away from the seven churches mm-hmm. uh, from chapters two and three and then um, God's transcendence or, or supernatural transcendence is not a word I use regularly in sentences no it sounds very uh, fancy yes uh, it just means that the supernaturalness or the the outside of the box of our human understandingness of God. Yep. Um, we're going to talk about discipleship, mm-hmm. what it means to be a disciple in the midst of hardship yep. and difficulty. You might want to use the word tribulation, but not in a, not maybe in the sense that we have in the past, but we're going to talk about discipleship and what it means to follow Jesus in the midst of difficultness and mm-hmm. governments that are not for us. And, yeah. you know, that kind of situation. We're going to talk about the promise of glory, which mm. is the beautiful promise of heaven. Yeah. Um, that we have, uh, and then we're going to end our series with a panel. Yay, we, yeah, those you, are my you're, favorite. You're such a big fan. <laughs> I am a big fan. <laughs> um, so we, we're going to ask people, and please, if yes. you're listening today and, and you have some questions, or as we go through the series, if you think of some questions, you could email any any church staff, and yep. you, you give out the people that your email, certainly Julie, mm-hmm. or any of the pastors that are, are, are podcasting, Please email us a question. What, mm-hmm. what are you about this or how, what? And we will try and gather all those up over the five weeks. And then for the sixth week, we will uh, sit together at the front and, and yep. try and answer some of these questions. Um, we're not uh, expert theologians, any of us, but we all are studying mm-hmm. and asking the Holy Spirit to guide us yeah. in that study and want to help bring more understanding mm-hmm. um, to, to Revelation. So I'm looking forward to it. So please, if you have questions, um, ask away and we will do our best. If there's a ton of questions, we will probably not be able to answer all of them, but well, maybe we could pair them down yeah. or combine them. Yeah. yeah. And, and also like give a, um, pastor Brandon has mm-hmm. been uh, doing a study during our breakout time slot, 11, yep. 15 to 12 on revelation as well. And so he has, uh, we have a lot of resources like books we've been reading yeah. or, or going into. And so, you know, maybe we can help people find those books or, or loan them to people if you're interested. And cause we want to, we don't want to be afraid or shy away from any part of the Bible that's difficult. And, um, I think revelation is one of those books that it's one that you get close to and you're like, yeah. Oh no, I'm afraid it's too hard. Yeah. And I think the more I've been reading it, mm-hmm. 
just the more beautiful pictures I'm just seeing mm. of Jesus and his loving care for us, his plan for us. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, and if you want to read along with us. Yes, please. We are starting yeah. a reading plan on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, that will go out in our weekly email, the link to it. It amounts to not quite a chapter a day, but pretty mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on version, the Bible app. So if you need help getting hooked up to that or getting connected, yeah. please email me. Um, it's no trouble at all to make mm-hmm. sure that you're connected on that plan and you can read along with us. It's sort of one uh, section of scripture and a small, a couple of questions, yeah. and then you'll have the opportunity to comment on you it. Think, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this plan is just one we do internally. So the your answers or your thoughts are not... Um, public knowledge yeah public knowledge yeah. it's only people that have been added joined. to the plan yeah. and that's our um, our church family yeah mm-hmm. and so that would be beautiful if you want yeah. to join us and you don't have to be part of our church family to join just come on in and oh yeah yeah we'll learn together and and uh talk and and uh it's yeah. beautiful as a community to learn together and that's yes it's one way we can do that by asking questions or, or responding to one another or, mm-hmm. or encouraging yeah, one another encouraging yeah. one another to yeah yeah so that's uh that's wonderful so the so the opening phrase that uh, you said, Julie, was yes. the big reveal. Dun dun dun. And like reveal parties are huge. Oh yeah, like okay, when, when we are... had children, though. No. No. It, that was like when you had the baby. Most yeah. times. Yeah, that's you right. Like, the big oh. reveal was we had a girl. We had a boy. boy. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Julie and I only had of girls. So we, I know. Don't, <laughs> we only ever had that that's kind of reveal. Default. Yeah. <laughs> but um. I read, uh, I've been doing a lot of reading, and one of the, the passages I read said, revelation is is to reveal to us, mm. not conceal. So revelation is to uh. reveal who Jesus is, not conceal or be scary or hard to understand. Or And, and so we have to sort of understand a few details yep. um, to, to, to sort of start our journey. And so and so one is understanding the literary uh, genres within the book. So, so for example, Psalms, uh, the book of Psalms is mostly just like poetry style, yeah. right? It's written sometimes in couplets, it's written in, mm-hmm. you know, in that particular form. And so we read and understand a poem yeah. differently than, let's say, the Gospels. Yes, which is more like a narrative, right? Exactly. Is that it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so this kind of, um, the kind of genre writing in, in the book of Revelation is, is, apocalyptic which what does apocalyptic mean yeah so it's like it is the, the study of the the end of the world or end of things um and and apparently um the uh, jewish people that would have been there was other apocalyptic literature ah okay whereas that's not sort of our Mm-mm. our norm so there was for a period of time apocalyptic literature so this wouldn't been unusual they understood that um information was was relayed in through visions and symbolism that was part of their normative reading mm-hmm. this is what i understand and then there's prophecy which there's quite a bit of prophecy in the old testament yes and you will notice there's quite a bit of quoting of old testament prophecy in revelation okay so you can see that connection and then there's like an a, epistle style like a like a galatians ephesians philippians mm-hmm. colossians in the letters to the church specifically which mm-hmm. uh, which are chapters two and three and so understanding what kind of writing we're reading mm-hmm. helps us get a better picture of what's happening. And so if I, um, so we, we have to have that sort of lens put in our, okay. to our glasses as we read, right? <laughs> this language is apocalyptic or this language is prophetic. Um, and, and the Israelites were used to, like Jewish people were used to, 
prophets coming and saying, like, God is telling me that you need to do this, this, or yeah. this, or these things are going to happen. Like, so that was commonplace. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas nowadays, there's not a lot of prophecy. <laughs> like, if you know, that yeah. isn't common for us. And so I, I would say it's probably less comfortable for us to see yes. uh, and to sort of understand that. But um, so understanding those pieces as we read through, because there's so much um, graphic language. I don't mean graphic like bad, like 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 yeah. really. Spe- maybe graphic is the wrong word, but like when they're talking about the creatures and the beasts and the wings and the eyes and the horns and the yep, so and things swords out of mouths. There's and, graphic yeah. details. Yeah, is that the right word? I feel like I'm saying it wrong, but well, like it's not bad or inappropriate graphic. No, no, it's just but really it's, detailed, uh, yeah. and we can get stuck in those details. Um, and so, for example, I want to um, I want to look at chapter five for a minute. Uh, in the message I, t- I talked, I sort of was in chapter one, four, and five mm-hmm. uh, for the message on Sunday, showing us who Jesus is, different parts of his character, right? Showing us how faithful he is, and he's faithful to his Father God, mm-hmm. and he and he's faithful to us. He is present with us, and we see that in Revelation. He speaks to us, um, and usually we only think about um, seeing these things in, about of Jesus in. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the Gospels. Yes. But we see it very evident. We also see Jesus revealed to us as the lamb who was slain, mm-hmm. right? And then resurrected and then sits beside the God the Father yeah. in the throne in heaven. And then also as the coming one, God's going to come back again. So we see Jesus in, in a variety of different ways yeah. uh, through the book of Revelation. But when you're looking at um, chapter 5, uh, ver- uh, da, 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 da. sorry, chapter 4, um, you know, they are talking about creatures, you know, uh, starting at verse six in the center around the throne were four living creatures and they were covered with eyes in the front and in the back. Um, the first living creature was like a lion and the second was like an ox and the third had the face of a man, the fourth, like a flying eagle. Each of these four living creatures had six wings and were covered in eyes all around. And so in my head as a younger person, I got so stuck on why are they looking everywhere? What are with the uh, eyes? Why are why are there four? Why are there not three? Why right, are they all yes, different? Yeah. All of those questions. And I missed the point of what they were doing. So if you look at verse eight, it says, day and night, they never stopped saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And whenever the living creature gives glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne forever and ever, then these 24 elders also fall down and worship God. And they say, you are worthy. You know, and so I got so stuck on pieces. Um, and it's okay. I don't have to understand everything mm-hmm. about the eyes and the creatures. I think they symbolize things. And people have over many, many years been trying to figure out what, what those each one of those pieces mean. But I, I think we get... I could get, and maybe others have had this struggle where I get so stuck on mm. the shapes and the and the sounds and the feelings and the and the yeah. that I can't that I've missed this whole beautiful piece yeah. that there of the worship. I wonder if it's because to us worship is normal and worship is mm. we you know yeah. that we can we don't think on that because right. we do it. What we don't oh, think and see yeah. is the other things. And I think mm-hmm. we're probably, maybe, I don't know if we're trying to look too much at it. Like, what is the eagle telling us? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we can get, we have to remember that these are symbols. We have to remember that John 
John is relaying what he has seen in visions. Mm-hmm. So, so this is not um, a physical experience. He didn't walk somewhere and see these things with his own eyes. He's he's having a vision. So these are symbols and they're visions of what is happening. Um, and so I don't want to get too stuck on mm-hmm. some of the pieces that don't allow me to move into who like. Yeah. The awe, the revealing of who Jesus is, his, his, um, omniscience, mm-hmm. his greatness, his power, his, um, worthiness can get lost. And those things are so important for yeah. us to understand about who Jesus is. And I think as a younger person, I got lost in the details Yeah, and I, it, I couldn't even see Jesus. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and I, I've been reading a lot of Daryl Johnson is a, 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 I should say older, much older gentleman <laughs> who has just loved Jesus all his life and is a theologian, a very, very wise man. And he, he used to say that if he had to get rid of, if he could only have one book in the whole Bible, he would choose the book of John. Um, you know, and I thought, oh yeah, gospel makes sense. Mm-hmm, you know? yeah. And no, you know, and uh, now he says he would choose revelation, hmm, which blew my mind when I started reading that. But he said, yeah we can understand and see so much of Jesus Hmm. and his plan for humanity that he died for us. Like all of these things that we've learned in the gospels are actually all taught, retaught to us again in the book of revelation. Yeah. And so I think it's a shift for me to see Jesus revealed to us in the book of revelation, but I think it's a really powerful and important Mm. uh, perspective as we uh, read through and look at the book of revelation. So I hope people will um, sort of wrestle through and work through it because I I think it it can be tricky, but I just think the blessing of seeing Jesus revealed to us and God's Mm. presence and his power and his, um, He's already won, yeah. you know? And so the victory that we claim as Christians, all of that is in revelation. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I hope that people will come on the journey with us. Yeah. And uh, if you, if you, if you're just on a very different perspective, like let's talk about it. Not because I know everything, because I I don't, I'm, I humbly submit to this book, (laughs) my, (laughs) my former notions and, and also what I believe the Lord wants to teach Mm -hmm. us and show us. So I hope, I hope you'll come along with us and uh, journey with us and learn together. Yeah. You know, I read a quote that's very similar to what you were saying. Yes. Yeah. And, um, I can, couldn't find it, but anyway, it was along the lines of, as if we as Christians pointed people toward the Jesus of revelation, they would be filled with faith and hope, not fear. Absolutely. And that really, that really stuck that with me. That is super powerful. And yeah. I don't know where, where that quote is or who it. said it, but yeah. we will find it and give them credit. <laughs> yeah. Cause it is a powerful, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should be filled with faith and hope as we read the scriptures. Yeah. Um, not fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh good. goodness. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> me too. I, I am as well. Um, if you have any questions or you would like to submit them or would like to chat with Renee about anything, you can reach her at Renee at WayneFleetBIC.com. And my email address is Julie at WayneFleetBIC.com. So thank you so much for tuning in. We look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week.